welcome to Hello Uglies. Is that what we say? A recap show for Secret Celebrity Drag Race. I don't know what the intro is, but this is episode four, and I am joined, as always, by the horror of horror and horrible. Give it up for the one, the only, Ms. Laurie Roggenkamp! Fuck you, Aiden. <laughs> Uh, you know, I don't know why we... I think it's just fun because I miss Hello Uglies, but you and I do this show under the same kind of guise and banner for Hello Uglies, our Dragula recap show. I miss Hello Uglies, too. I know, and I, I heard it on their... And I didn't hear their podcast, but someone told me on our Discord channel that... Um, <clears throat> They said on the podcast that, you know, it's gonna, it'd be pushed back because they weren't able to film it. Yeah. They're hoping to film it by the fall. Uh, yeah, that sucks, man. I feel awful for all the shows. Like, yeah. you know, it's a crazy time. So, yeah, that sucks. Speaking of crazy time, I want to talk about this uh, Celebrity I'm Drag listening. Race recap. Okay. I mean, sorry, Celebrity Drag Race. Secret Celebrity Drag Race. This is the show where we recap it. But uh, this week, you know, a lot of people were writing about it. And before we get into the episode or anything like that, and, and you and I have not spoken uh, too much about this. We've spoken a little bit about it. We just recorded the rumor mill where we talked about it. We talked about it a little bit on the phone today. But uh, overall, what were your thoughts on this episode? You know, I, to be honest with you, mm-hmm. I would say this episode was the biggest disappointment because I felt like I love Phoebe Robinson. Mm-hmm. Did you know I who love, she was before this? Yes. Okay. I love Two Dope Queens. Mm-hmm. And I love their HBO show. I love the podcast. And I love, I actually was hoping that Phoebe Robinson would win. But I love Haley Kiyoko too. She, I love her music. I love, I actually know her father. Mm-hmm. I did a podcast with her father. Mm-hmm. And, um, but I love her music. I love her. She was on CSI Cyber. I was a huge mm-hmm. fan of that. So I, I was actually more excited because I knew, like, I knew these celebrities and I knew, like, and I knew that they were talented. I didn't know Madison Beer. Okay. Um, but I was like, well, maybe, you know, maybe she'll, you know, be a a surprise. Mm -hmm. But overall, I felt like it wasn't, I don't think it was the, the, the celebrities except for Madison beer. Mm -hmm. I think it was the show itself. I think really dropped the ball. They just did some weird, they did had some weird choices and they just, I I just didn't feel like it just really fell flat for me. Mm -hmm. I don't know if the, if the, the, the show is just boring now to me because it's the same thing it's mm-hmm. the same thing every episode, and it's just yeah. like you. So you, when you know it's coming, you're like, huh, "Okay, all mm-hmm. right." Now this is the part where they, you know, go. They go back and talk before the lip sync, and then they mm-hmm. have their family come, and you know, you hate that part. I mean, I hate it. You, every fucking week, that's like a laser-like focus. That's where you go to is when the friends and family come into the workroom. You hate it. I hated it less this time, but I still hated it. I know why you hated it less this time. Yeah. Because Why? you hate the FaceTime and everybody I was the there. I hate the FaceTime. But I will say that like 
I get why they do it. It's just like it's so there's so many reveals. Mm-hmm. There's too many reveals mm-hmm. in my opinion. Too sure. many. And I just I get so frustrated with um I, I don't know. I just get so frustrated with the fact that like it just hits you over the head with the stupid reveals. And it's like mm-hmm. we get it. Like they've changed. They're in drag now. Mm-hmm. Like you know, move on.org. Mhm. So I just that's just what frustrates me mm-hmm. is that the reveals are just so freaking over the top yeah. that I'm just like I'm over it. And uh and then also like yeah, so we'll get into a, a scene by scene, but yeah, I, overall I would say this was my least favorite. Mm-hmm. I was hoping for it to be my favorite. Mm-hmm. But I think I think this show is just kind of boring now. Yeah. So that's it. Okay. What I'll say is this episode made me really happy. I'll tell you why. Because I never have to talk about this fucking show ever again. It okay. was the last episode of this season. Uh huh. And if it ever comes on again, I will get somebody else to host this show. Okay. I don't want to talk about this show. Okay. Now, look, here, the weird thing about this season, let's talk about this season as a whole. Is there were four episodes, and what's odd is two of the episodes were dreadful. Episodes one and episode four, but episodes two and three were quite pleasant, very yeah. fun. The one with Vanessa Williams, very fun. The one with that fucking hot ass Dustin Milligan, very fun. You know, I like that episode. I will even go far to say I liked episode one. I think Nico Tortorella kind of ruined it for you, but I liked episode one. Okay, Nico Tortorella. Nico Tortorella moved here for me. The show since episode one. Okay, Nico Tortorella ruined it for me. Yeah, and I uh, so there's that. Uh, I was a little afraid. I was apprehensive about watching this episode. I actually put it off until today. Today is Monday. The episode aired on Friday. And the reason I put it off was I had gone on Reddit, and no one had spoiled anything, but I saw that there was some drama that where we talked about, you know, that we talked about the rumor mill, so this is coming out after the rumor mill, so go listen to the rumor mill, but about with Chanel and saying that Madison Beer was a nightmare to work with, and then in a conversation I had with, Taylor the Latte Boy also put some fear in my heart, because Friday evening... I'm in the what some in the business call hot tub. Okay. Uh-huh. And I get a series of text messages from Taylor Latte Boy telling me that it is single-handedly the worst episode of RuPaul's Drag Race he's ever seen in the history of the show, that it was so boring that he played video games the entire time except for an emotional moment with Vanjie. Right? And he goes, I don't want to get too into it, but it's an emotional moment with Vanity. And I was like, oh, God. And I don't know why, because actually, there's nothing I live for more than drama on RuPaul's Drag Race. Drama between the drama. Yeah, that's what I thought. You were telling me, you called me earlier, and you were so worried. Yeah. And I was like, why are you... Honestly, I felt like I was to blame. I feel like I rubbed off on you a little bit. And you're now like, because you were like, spoil it for me. What happens? Well, yeah, because I I had this. You know what I think it is? Is when drag queens are beating up on each other, it's funny. You love it. Right? But to see a a cisgendered straight person 
be cunty to a drag queen, which I thought what was going to happen, gave me a pit in my stomach. And I didn't want to see it. I didn't want to see the ugliness of like uh, a mean girl to one of my favorite, you know, to some of my favorite queens, you know? Yeah. And so I was, I was watching it. I mean, it wasn't like I was like biting, you know, biting my nails. I just had this like gross feeling in my stomach. Like, okay, here we go. So I'm glad. I usually, I usually don't like spoilers. But in this case, I asked you to spoil it for me because I just, I want, it, it, it made me, it made it easier for me to watch the episode because I knew that wasn't going to happen. I had taken uh, different pieces of information and, and uh, assumed, I can't remember if it's induction or deduction, but I had done one of those and uh, come up with this idea that something was going to happen, right? That wasn't true. So anyway, that said, uh, I would I, I would I would disagree with Taylor that it's one of the worst episodes of Drag Race I've ever seen. I don't. I, if anything, I just think it's a banal, like boring piece of pulp. Right? I wouldn't even call it Drag Race. I feel like it's two totally different shows. Yeah. Well. Yeah. That's true. And also, I would say it's just. It, yeah, you know, it, it was just, it was just blah. I didn't, I didn't think it was particularly horrible. I just thought it was blah. And uh, that said, um, you know, the way they edited, edited it, Madison Beer came off just fine. So obviously, the stuff that happened was BTS. But uh, yeah, you know, it was fine. It not fine. It was worse than fine. But it was. I will not remember this episode or who these people are in a week. Is what I will say. All right, but let's talk about this show. We talked about this stuff before. Uh, the show opened with an introduction. This time, the girls are at a at a, at a mirror, at a makeup table, and it's it, this time it's returning queen. Well, it's Alyssa Edwards from All Star season five, and she was also on All Stars two. Uh-huh. Uh huh. We'll, we'll I want to talk about her in a second. Uh, Monique Hart. She came in eighth place in season ten, and she was the runner up on All Stars four. And Vanessa Vanji Mateo, who was in last place in season 10, but she was in fifth place on season 11, uh, a beloved queen, Vanji. Uh, before I get into any of anything talking about any of these girls, what were your thoughts on these drag queens, Lori? Um, you know, I will say I kind of was like, I feel like I would have liked to seen different drag queens i feel like they kind of brought back fan favorites which we see all the time mm-hmm. and i would have liked to see like some i would honestly honest with you i would have liked to see derek barry try you, and be I, you hate derek barry you hate him i hate him but wouldn't it be hilarious to try and see a a person who hasn't done drag like derek barry try and coach them and what to do for drag because derek barry doesn't know how to do drag either so I think it would have been that would have been funny. To but me. Derek Barry wouldn't be as bad as I think you think because Derek Barry before well, he was he was in Drag Race was a very respected Britney Spears impersonator. Impersonator though. Yeah, but he would know how to do for this challenge to go out there and lip sync something and dance and move and walk in heels. He could do that. He could do that. Yeah, yeah. but he wouldn't be able to help them figure out their drag persona because he'd be like, uh, "What is the superstar that you admire? <laughs> do that." Yeah. Uh, any other thoughts? Um, I, I, again, like, this is one of, like, five reveals. Yeah. And you don't even get a reveal in this one. Because they, they have all the, the contestants go up to this, like, 
you know, wall and they look at them through like a, a you know, a, a, like a curtain or whatever a, where they can't see them. And they just take turns guessing who they quote unquote think it's going to be. And it's all these like bullshit guesses. It's always like Brad Pitt. Yeah. That's the thing that I don't get is it does a disservice to what they're doing. The, the beginning makes no sense. Why would you no. name all the people that clearly are not so that, that when we actually find out who it is, we're going to be disappointed. If you're guessing Goldie Hawn and Meryl Streep and Nelson Mandela and all these random ass people, right? Yeah. When we actually see it, uh, you know, uh, Madison Beer, we're like, oh. Yeah. Well, okay. I don't yeah. even know who that is. Yeah, exactly. I don't even know who that is. So I don't know why they're setting it up for that, right? Yeah. It's just because they think it's so funny. Because they think it's funny how the queens are just so always like, ooh, who's her? And then you don't even get to see the reveal. That's the you part just, I don't get. You That's don't get the to see that reveal. They just go, okay, here are your queens. And then they walk through the workroom. And it's like, so what happened when they were standing in front of the mirror? What Or the thing? The, the t- thing? What happened with that? Like, why why aren't we seeing that? And it's, you know, yeah. that's never, never discussed ever again. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, so that was kind of annoying, and I felt like that dragged on. And then they introduced all the people, and I was excited to see Phoebe Robinson. I love her. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Melissa Beer. We haven't gotten there yet. Oh, okay. Because I all wanted right. to talk about something. Okay. So there was a bit of a controversy last week. Uh, I, I don't think we covered on the rumor mill. But it's good to talk about it here. Which is, there was a little bit of a Twitter dust-up when somebody in the fandom was talking about Bob coming back, because, you know, Bob Bob was on twice, right? Yeah. And was talking about, like, oh, why is Bob back? Why can't they have... And then proceeds to name a bunch of white drag queens, okay? I think we did yeah. talk about this, didn't we? And... uh and named all these right. Why, why did why do they bring Bob back a second time when they could have brought all these white drag queens? Okay. Yeah, we talked about this a little bit. I didn't see anybody else say anything because they brought back Alyssa Edward for a second time. No. What what is it? Why do you think that these basic teen gays are so fucking racist, Lori? It, it's it's surprising me because supposedly Gen Z is supposed to be the most progressive group of kids. You know, it's supposed to be the ones that are the least racist, the least homophobic, and 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 what I'm seeing is actually they're some of the most virulently racist people. Yeah, but they always say that they're not racist. Yeah. So they're like, oh, we're not racist. Yeah, no, it, it's ridiculous. They should have, um, they shouldn't, I don't understand it either. Well, I also, it's like, I get the, I get the questioning. Why are they bringing back mm-hmm. the same drag queens? Mm-hmm. But yeah, I don't understand why Bob had to be the poster child for that. Yeah. Now, the other thing too, is I will say, Forget the celebrities and whether we know them or not. This is a very strong group of drag queens that have on the show. All three of these drag queens give yes. great give great television. Lisa Edwards, great confessionals. Monique Hart, great confessionals. Vanjie, Vanessa Vanji Mateo, great confessionals. Three great television drag queens to have on the show. So, and if anything, this should be a great episode. That's what I'm saying, is that you have... You have, for the most part, great mm-hmm. contestants. Yeah. You have great queens. So, 
you know, why why is it that this show was so flat? And I think mm-hmm. it's the way that it's produced and run. I think the way that they have it, there's first off, there's no reason why it should be ninety minutes. Yeah, yeah. it should be an it hour. It should be at least, at most, an hour. It yeah. could even be cut down to 30 minutes. To I be agree. I agree. And it should be at most an hour. And it's like, for some reason, they feel the need to do 90 minutes worth of stuff. And it's like, it just, it's, I just feel like this should have been the best episode, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. And it was probably the most boring. Yeah. Because of the way that the show was run. And it had, I don't blame. Except for maybe Madison Beer, but that I blame her for her own issues. Mm-hmm. But I don't blame her for the show being boring. I blame yeah. the producers and the way that the shows run. I don't blame mm-hmm. any of the drag queens and the contestants. I think they all did their best and they tried. Mm-hmm. And I just think the way it was edited, the way it was shot, it's mm-hmm. just so boring. Yeah. So, all right, now the you know uh, now we have. Let's get to your favorite part. We're going to talk about each of the girls who walk in. The first one to walk in is Phoebe Robinson, okay? She's an actress and comedian known for two dope queens on HBO. She also has a podcast, I think by the same name, right? Yeah, it was a podcast, and then it got picked up for an HBO show. Okay. Does the podcast still exist? You know what? I don't think so. I'm not sure, to be honest. I stopped listening a while ago, not for any specific reason. I just, you know, you just kind of get bored of a podcast, but... um, I uh, I haven't checked back in. But is it weird I think that I'm going to be doing more episodes of? I hope they're doing more episodes of their HBO show. Is it weird that um, I listened to one episode of Bloody Podcast, your show, the one that I was on, and then afterwards I was already bored of the podcast. I never listened again. Well, that's just because you don't like true crime. If you're a true crime fan, head over to Bloody Podcast. <laughs> Everyone should go to the what's the what's the give the give the web address again there, Lori. Bloodypodcast.com. Oh wow, interesting. All right, very good. Uh what were your initial thoughts on Phoebe Robinson? You like her, don't you? I love Phoebe Robinson. I think she's so funny. I think she's so funny. I really I really like her. And um yeah, I was like really excited when I saw her. I believe you. I believe that you think she's funny. I don't know if we necessarily saw that this episode. I think it was tampered down. Okay. I think it was tampered down, and I don't think they really mm-hmm. let her shine the way she could. But mm-hmm. I, I think she could. She was. She's super funny. Okay. She's so quick witted too. Uh-huh. So I think they should have given her more room to do like some fun stuff, but they just didn't. So. All right. Very good. Next one. It was Madison Beer. She's a singer whose career began when Justin Bieber retweeted a cover she did on YouTube, and she was 13 at the time. Now she has 18.4 million followers on Instagram. Uh, your thoughts on Madison Beer, Laurie? Um, oh, brother. Uh, I, uh, I did not like her from get from from get go. Mm-hmm. She, I felt like she was just like she had a chip on her shoulder for some unknown reason mm-hmm. that never was never was announced, and I felt like she just was like. You know what? I th- I think she went into the workroom thinking that this was going to be the usual straight kind of thing where she can just complain about being, you know, picked on because she's so pretty. And mm-hmm. in the world and in, in the gay world, nobody gives a shit. Yeah. So everybody was just like, you know, move move on org. Mm-hmm. Nobody cares. Is, is this a new catchphrase you have? No, it's it's been around. I just like using it. I feel like that catchphrase was around like 12 years ago. I know. I'm just getting to it. I just got rid of my WhatsApp. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, 
That's weird. You know what I, I say to that? I shelled that catchphrase. You know what I say to that? What? Whoop up Gangnam Style! Oh, I Man. thought you were going to say, cut it out. Oh, no, 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 no. No. Um... Yeah, I just felt like she I felt like she tried to throw some nonsense and, and get people to feel sorry for her and it's mm-hmm. like you have a six foot tall drag man dresses up a woman and you know, they're like, Yeah, you just gotta be yourself. Like just, <laughs> you know. Suck it up. All right, finally in the workroom. And it seemed like they all knew who she was and were sort of like she was like the Vanessa Williams for this episode. Haley Kiyoko walked into the room and she's a TV and film actress from what? What is it what TV and film has she done? She's done indie stuff, and she's also she was on CSI Cyber. She's okay. a musician. She's a real. She's uh she's big in the LGBTQ mm-hmm. um like the young kids crowd. Okay, she's a singer. She's and a guess, singer. Yeah, and I guess she started as a child model. Oh really? I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. And also, you're friends with her dad. Yet yes. you don't remember his name, and uh, so you couldn't message him on Facebook. I am friends with his dad. Very funny man. I used to do a podcast. Um, I think I told you about the the lady who lived in Sherman Oaks. Yeah. On Tuesdays, I would go. Things I found was, online. Yeah, he's a voice actor. Oh, he is. And he he's really funny. And he also was a part of this like sketch comedy group that I can't think of. But I watched some of their stuff, and it was really good. So he's been around for a while. And then uh, H- Haley Kiyoko is, is his daughter. So mm-hmm. And he... It was really sweet because he would always talk about her and he, you know, he's really proud of her and stuff. And I was just like, man, I wish my dad was like that. <laughs> I wish my dad was proud of me, me like that. You a, let me ask you a question. And yeah. I hope, I hope you don't get mad at this. Oh, no. But you know this is a Patreon-only show, right? Yes. Okay, so it's very limited who's going to hear this. And you know he's not going to hear this, right? The odds no. of him hearing this. I would have to that. physically get him to yeah. listen to it. So why don't you say what you really used to say about him? My dad? No, but Haley Kiyoko's dad. No. <laughs> what is this fake bullshit you're doing here? What are you talking about? Guys, so she had like these two-hour rides. Because Sherman Oaks, if you don't live in Los Angeles, from where she lived was like two hours, right? It was very long. I used to yeah. get very angry because it was so far away that I couldn't ever use Lori for any podcast that day because... It was the whole time when she was driving. She would work, drive there, do this show, and drive back. It was just done, right? Yeah. And the, all, the whole way back, it's always the way back from on her way home, she'd call me. And all she would do is bitch about Haley Kyoko's dad about two things. That he thinks he's really funny and he's not. Correct? And he would interrupt people to say jokes. Laurie? <laughs> yes. And that he wouldn't shut the fuck up about being Haley Kyoko's dad. He he would bring it up a lot. <laughs> I think now that I have space away from it, okay. I have more of an appreciation. Uh-huh. But yeah, when I was doing the podcast, he, he, he was big on puns. Okay. I remember that. He mm-hmm. was big on puns and that would be... And you know, here's the thing. Sure. I know that I don't shut up. I know that I'm a talker. And mm-hmm. when, you, when I have to say, hey man, you should really <laughs> let other people talk... <laughs> I think you got some problems there. <laughs> and what would he say about this Haley Kiyoko? How would he squeeze that in? He would always be like, it would be just like a random thing. It would be like, one time we were talking about like a guy had created this um, like audio 
it was like a pod. It was like a podcast, but it was basically like a, a fictional podcast where it was about this wor- world where this magician was like. It was kind of like the office, but like if it was all magicians, essentially, mm-hmm. it was like a really weird concept. Um, but he was talking about something about like, oh, you know, he had to stu- he had to study, you know, uh, he was doing like voiceover and he had to study vo- different dialects and stuff to get ready for this. And, and he was and then like um, the guy was like, oh, yeah, I, I do that all the time. And I also have been helping my daughter, Haley Kyoko. No. with her diet and it was just like oh okay buddy like mm-hmm. it's like <laughs> i think i even one time said hey man did you get sore from that long walk over to the to the point that you were trying to make uh is this guy japanese no he's white so the mom's obviously japanese so why is her name Haley kyoko yeah. not like Haley smith or something like that so she I don't obviously know. disavowed his last name does he have a relationship with her no, yeah, he is a relation. She's been on the podcast. She was on the podcast. I didn't go uh-huh. because it was only going to be like friends and family of Haley Kyoko, and I just didn't want to have to drive all the way up to Sherman Oaks to to sort of sit in the living room and not do anything. Yeah, but um, what about this? Yeah, what about this Haley Kyoko? Does she do it for you? I think she's attractive. Yeah. Oh, I have. I would have to. Like I'm more personality based. Mm-hmm. I would have to meet her and like get to know her personality. Yeah. But yeah. Wow. Dude, maybe you maybe later you can play a game called Things You Found Inside Her. Oh my god. No. Alright. So the girls are in the workroom, they kiki for a bit, then there's the video message from RuPaul. He he comes in. He introduces the drag queens, as we say there, Alyssa Edwards, Monique Hart, and Miss Vanjie. Then they do a quick drag mini challenge. Let's talk about this, where they have 20 minutes to get into old lady quick drag. And uh, the contestants tell Rue their their drag names. Phoebe goes with Lady Ernestine, and Ernestine was RuPaul's mom's name, which she knew, and that was a very funny thing to do. Uh, Madison goes with Esther, and Haley goes with Virginia. In the mini challenge, each contestant was trying out for the role of You Don't Know Me Malone in RuPaul's latest sequel, Old Showgirls, and they had to twerk off to Paul's song, Click Clack. The winner was actually Lori's favorite, P.B. Robinson. Your thoughts on this mini-challenge, Lori Roggenkamp? I thought it was cute. I thought I thought it was cute. I thought it went on a little too long, yeah. to be honest with you. But Once I thought again, it was yeah. cute. I was, look, this is not the part. I would say all this stuff maybe went on a little too long but this is not the part that i was like okay we gotta get we gotta move on mm-hmm. this was i think if they had ended it here i think i would have been like oh this is a good episode look this is on all four of the episodes there's lots of wasted time on these episodes lots of wasted time and again it's kind yeah. of sucky because we could have used that time i think it's sucky that chanel and uh, Layla McQueen and whoever that third queen is, I'm so sorry. That I don't know who you are. Yeah. That they didn't get screen time. They could have used this for screen time. It, well, I guess in this case it would have been difficult because it would have shown Chanel- Madison Beer having a fucking meltdown. But um, yeah. But uh, they but they waste like there was a lot of wasted time on the girls on the drag queens talking to the girls as they were getting into quick drag that amounted to nothing. Nothing yeah. ever came of it. In fact, this episode, this one part you were talking about, I hadn't gotten to to that point when you told me the day, but then I saw it. We'll get we'll get to it, but I just want to preview, Lori, just to warn you. That whole rehearsal scene where they were choreographing the number or whatever was 
the entire segment was a waste of time. Oh, I said that. Yeah, I know. But I, I told you that, that that whole entire segment did not. And it wasn't even like we're not even we'll get into it. But I mean, legitimately, mm-hmm. that was a fake thing that they did that had no bearing on the show whatsoever. Yeah, no, completely. All right. After the quick drag challenge, RuPaul announced this week's maxi challenge was a dragzilla, which was the name of a glam rock super group they were putting together. As the winner of the mini challenge, Phoebe uh, got to assign the mentors. She chose Alyssa Edwards for herself. She gave uh, Madison Beers uh, Monique Hart, and that left Haley Kiyoko with Miss Van- Vanessa Vanji Mateo. Uh, the celebrities sat down and chatted with each of their mentors. Uh, Phoebe revealed that her name would be Coco Teeny. By the way, all the drag names have been terrible, but that her drag name would be Coco Teeny. I actually kind of liked it. Mm-hmm. I didn't. I wasn't like to look. It's not. It's no hiding in closet. But mm-hmm. yeah, it's true. Madison revealed to Monique that uh, she's scared to perform because she was talking about her struggle. People passing judgment on her because she's so pretty. Ugh. And then she talked about her gay grandfather, and Ugh. her drag name was Coral Fixation. Yeah. Just, whatever. And then finally, Haley Kyoko and Vanessa Vanji Mateo. Uh, Haley, as a gay woman, told Vanji about her struggle with the pressure to present as feminine. Did you were you able to relate to that? Yeah, I like. I thought that was. I thought that was sweet, and I also liked. I thought I also liked how Vanji was just very, you know, understanding and sweet. I thought it was a really touching. Mo- that was to me. Again. I think that that was to me like a good part. Like, like you go through pieces of it, and I'm like, oh yeah, that was cute. I like that part. Mm-hmm. But I, there's something about this show that I'm like, this whole episode, I was like, no, this was dumb. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> but I love everything up till now. I'm I'm liking. So, uh, well, then the cat, the contestants practiced walking in heels before RuPaul entered the workroom to do some table visits. Uh, Phoebe is afraid to dance in heels. Uh, heels and dresses are out of Haley Kyoko's comfort zone as well. And Madison hopes drag can give her a boost of confidence. Why she needs a boost of confidence, I don't know. Also, Lori is somehow whipping out her vibrator and playing with it on camera. What is going on here, Lori? I'm not whipping out my vibrator. I don't own a vibrator. I'm whipping out my power cord. Looks like a that vibrator sounded, to me. That sounded sexual. Um... My my computer. I forgot that I had don't have my computer plugged mm-hmm. in. So sure. hold on one second. Sure. Okay. Very good. Uh, Lori, uh, any thoughts on um, uh, Phoebe? With you know, she's afraid of dancing heels. Madison, Monique, and then um, Madison hopes she can uh, drag can give her a confidence boost. Any thoughts on any of that stuff? Um. You know, I. I think we we need to focus on Madison. Because yeah. I feel like everything Phoebe and Haley are doing, I'm mm-hmm. fine with. Yeah. Madison, I just wish somebody would have been like, shut the fuck up. Like, mm-hmm. just, she's just such a whiny bitch. Like, the whole time she's trying to make people feel sorry for her because she's, she's, people find her beautiful. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh my God. Like, I know people live in their own realities and. Mm-hmm. You know, not, what what I have issues with might not be something you have issues with, and yeah. you might have your own issues and blah, blah, blah. Sure. But it's like, you got to fucking read the room, you dumb bitch. Like, <laughs> she, you know, like, she's talking to these people who uh-huh. have real goddamn issues yeah. and have dealt with real freaking problems. Mm-hmm. And she's like, 
Yeah, you know, people are just always telling me that I'm just like pretty, and like I just want to show people that like I'm more than just pretty. You know, I'm, a, I'm like a hot, I'm like a hot person, but I can also be like funny and like uh-huh. I'm just so tired of people just telling me I'm pretty. And mm-hmm. It's like, oh my god. Yeah, and she's not even that pretty to be oh, honest. Oh no, with you. I think she's fucking smoking hot. Really? Yeah, I would have sex with her, and she's a woman. Ooh. Yeah, but is that because she looks like a man? That Maybe. she has like the flat chest of a man. You know, I'll be honest with you. I think it's even sicker than that. Okay, let's I explore think, that. Yeah, I think what it is, and this is a this is weird. I'm actually exploring this right now with you here. I really think it's that she's so hot that I want to have sex with her because I imagine that the hot guys that I want, the hot straight guys that I want to have sex with, want to have sex with her, and because they want to have sex with her. I want to have sex with her. Oh, okay. So it'd almost be like a three-way scenario, right? Because you would. Be oh, like, I would oh, love what? to do a three with her and a hot guy. Yes. I could see that. You should do that. You should offer that up. Yeah. Hey, Madison, what what's that? Throw that down the pipeline. See if it sticks. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, so I just I don't know. I just felt like she she just kept complaining about things that have no bearing, and then mm-hmm. she brought up. The random thing about how she has a gay grandfather, and yeah. I think she was trying to like, th- like, oh, like, you know, it's almost like to me, it's I, I half expect her to be like, I also have black friends, you know? It's like, okay, <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. like, calm it down. Yeah. So, do you think oh, we'll get to that one? Get to the end, but okay. So there's that. Uh, yeah, you're right. There's really not much to talk about with a lot of these because Haley and and Phoebe were fine for the most part. Let's go to the part where you wanted to talk about, which is Ugh. the maxi challenge rehearsal where uh, the contestants struggled to create lyrics and choreography, and Phoebe was anxious for the upcoming challenge, and Haley sort of felt like she was out of her league. What were your thoughts? This is where they were. Then the queens weren't even, the, the mentors weren't even like choreographing them. They were just like, well, I'll just do no. the thing. It was really, very odd. It seemed like a mess. And it, what, what do you think was going on there? It was very odd. It also was like, um, like they they didn't need to be doing that they mm-hmm. were sort of just like okay let's see what you have let's see what you got let's you know mm-hmm. let's try it out and then it's like uh oh this isn't good this you know blah blah it's like what's your direction here mm-hmm. like what are you doing to help them yeah so you it, know yeah, i it, just it, 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 i will say of the four episodes this was the one where i felt the queens did the least with the girls yeah, they just literally were just like, oh, let's see what you got. And then they just sort of started singing, which, by the way, they were terrible singing. It was almost like they told them to sing terribly, mm-hmm. to like look like they can't do anything. And they all just looked super nervous. And it was like, two of them are singers. Mm-hmm. So it was like, why are you all not understanding how how performing works? Mm-hmm. But they didn't have any kind. It's like, it seemed like the they were choreographing themselves. You know, mm-hmm. and then they were doing their own, you know, thing. And then, and then you go, okay, well, I mean, the, the lip sync's going to be interesting. Mm-hmm. And then the fucking lip sync is not at all what they presented in the rehearsal. Yeah. Not at all. I think they needed something for the cameras. This is what I think. I think they needed something for the cameras. So they just said, just go and pretend that you're going to choreograph it. And then they brought in real choreographers and and whatnot to actually stage it that's yeah. what i think happened but they didn't want to show that 
Because they could look like they they show the they make it they make it seem like the mentors put their makeup on, but they don't. They so they they want to make it seem like the, like the drag queens choreographed this thing, but they really didn't. You know? Yeah. And so they had the other drag queens come in mm-hmm. and just sing, and then they lip sync over it. So they didn't even have to sing. No, it was very very strange. Uh, and, and completely pointless to show. We didn't need to see all that footage. And also, it was, yeah, because they, there was such a more extensive thing that happened mm-hmm. where they had dancers and they had like a whole stage and it was a musical and they were yeah. doing all this different stuff. And it was like, let's see that then. Yeah. If you're going to show the rehearsal, show that part. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. All right. Next, uh, back in the workroom, the mentors paint the contestants. Well, they don't, they make it seem that the mentors paint the contestants' faces for the glam rock challenge and then reveal their makeup looks. Vanjie cries in the confessional and identifies with Haley's struggle with her femininity. Any thoughts here in the workroom, Lori? I got to be honest with you. I feel like the makeup has steadily been getting worse. Okay. I don't know what's going on. It seems to me for some reason that they're, um, they're trying to make it all uniform. Like all of them have the same kind of look. Mm-hmm. I just think it looks awful. Mm-hmm. I honestly, the two things that I don't like about the show are the FaceTiming during the friend thing, mm-hmm. friends and family moment and the makeup. The makeup to me is, is awful. So I, if I was one of the Queens who was doing the makeup, I would thank my lucky stars that nobody was publicizing it because I would not, I would not want to be known for that kind of makeup. Well, we covered this on the um, the when they had the Vanessa Williams episode, but it's one of these things where drag queens have to learn to do makeup a certain way because they have to use illusion to make the male bone structure look like a feminine female bone structure. Okay, and that's sort yeah. of the magic of the illusion, right? To make their noses look thinner, to make their jawline smaller, to make everything look more feminine, you know. And yeah. but that doesn't mean they know how to paint for a feminine face. And so I think it's overdone when they do uh, when you have a drag queen who's used to doing drag queen makeup doing an actual cis woman's face. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah. It just is not. It was not good. I did. I thought the makeup was like. I was like, oh boy. Okay, what did you think about the Dragzilla? The actual main challenge, the, the Dragzilla lip syncing to the vocals recorded by their mentors. What did you think about? I that? mean, I thought it was cute. Mm-hmm. You know, it was one of those things where I was like, well, this isn't at all what this sh- what they were sh- saying it was going to mm-hmm. be. But it's. Yeah. I thought it was still cute. I thought they did it all. Did a great job. Mm-hmm. You know, and uh, yeah, I liked it. I thought it was cute. Yeah. It was fine. It was completely fine and cute. You're right. I completely agree with that. Let's talk about the looks. Uh, category is Queen for a Day. Phoebe Robinson, uh, also known as Coco Tini, came down. Your thoughts there? I mean, my girlfriend and I watched this, too, and she brought up a good point. They didn't pick out these looks, you know? And everybody kept asking, like, they, were, they made these great choices. And yeah. it's like... They didn't pick out the looks. So other than that, I thought they all looked good. I thought um, mm-hmm. Madison looked like a stripper. Yeah. But, you know, I think that's the look she was going for. Yeah. To be honest with you. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I thought they all looked good. I, I think that I think the looks is where I kind of saw that Haley Kiyoko was going to edge out. Yeah. Phoebe Robinson. I felt like Phoebe Robinson kind of got stiffed in the looks. Of, I don't think they really did did a good job g- dressing her up. Okay, so now let's get to your favorite part. 
The time uh. during the judges' critiques when they're backstage and their friends come back and talk to them. Now, Haley's best friend Marla comes back. Madison's mom comes back. The one I want to talk about, Phoebe's friend Whitney Cummings comes backstage, but they don't call her Whitney Cummings. They say her friend Whitney. What do you think that was about? I don't know. I, I don't know what... Yeah, I don't know if maybe they were like, we don't want to make it too well-known that this is Whitney Cummings. It's like, well, we can see her face. Do you think it's one so. of these things where, like, it's it's sad to say that Whitney Cummings is a bigger star than everyone in that room, so if they call attention to that, they're saying, like, even though, I, I don't know, I mean... Whitney I mean, that's in, a fact, though. It is a fact. She's more famous than anyone in that room. Maybe they don't so, want to call attention to that. But, you know, and also it's just like the way they go about it. They, you know, they ha- just have her walk in. And then there's always like a weird silence where whoever's ta- whoever is talking is facing away from the door. Yeah. So then they have to turn around and look and they go, oh, my God. So there's so much like dead time where mm-hmm. everybody's just staring at this person who walked mm-hmm. in and yeah. it just. It's so annoying. So, yeah, it's just, I, uh, I'm over it. And then finally, the lip sync for charity. The song was California Girl by Katy Perry. Uh, the lip sync, before the, and the winner was Haley Kiyoko, who won $30,000 for her charity, Planned Parenthood. I, I mentioned that for a specific reason. What were your thoughts on the lip sync, Lori? I thought everybody except for Madison did a good job. I felt like Madison was like, trying to strip tease on stage mm-hmm. and i think she forgot that this was a bunch of gay men mm-hmm. she i think she thought that if she showed her butt the gay men would be like ooh, and everybody's just like oh okay <laughs> like, yeah but she uh she didn't do very well but i think um i thought phoebe and K- Haley did really well so you i was- think Haley won because okay there was a little bit of a controversy this week not worth mentioning because rupaul was uh, like for some reason, in a strange way, in the Price is Right primetime, you know, and RuPaul, I guess, somehow played along or some weird thing. I didn't watch it, right? And uh, RuPaul won like a hundred thousand dollars for his charity, which was Planned Parenthood. And you know, the Price is Right audience is pretty conservative, and so a lot of people were really mad and called in out there. Price is Right give money to Planned Parenthood, and they're never going to watch again. Blah 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 blah. And uh, do you think that's why Haley Kiyoko won? Because RuPaul supports Planned Parenthood so, uh, so much. Uh, I mean, I don't know. I wouldn't. I wouldn't put it past. I never would put that past it. You mm-hmm. know. Yeah. That they picked her, but mm-hmm. I, I, I mean, to be honest with you, I do feel like Haley Kiyoko was was the front runner. Mm-hmm. So I think that she won fair and square. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah. Uh, it could be. That could be the reason. All right, Lori. We did a really good job keeping on time that I wanted to do. Any final thoughts, not only on this episode, but on this uh, entire four-episode season of uh, Secret Ce- RuPaul's Secret Celebrity Drag Race? I think this could be a really fun show. Mm-hmm. I think they just need to cut it back. Mm-hmm. I think they need to, um, you know, have... Have people on that, you know, have more people on like Haley or Jordan mm-hmm. or Phoebe or, you know, mm-hmm. like the all boys one last time. I thought that they had a those were a good gooper guys because those yeah. guys were trying not don't have people like Nico Tortellini and mm-hmm. Madison Beer and all that's all those people who just are like these like fame whores who just 
are desperate to get on TV and then have a pitch fits when they don't get what they want, you mm-hmm. know? Yeah. Have people on that you actually root for. You want yeah. these people to win. Yeah. Like uh uh Vanessa uh what's her face? Yeah. Um, have like so that's you know cut, so far we have Nick, Nico Tortellini, Madison Beer, and Vanessa What's her face? Go on. Yeah. So also if if you if somebody can't visit you, you don't get a you don't get them to come you don't get to FaceTime them. Uh-huh. Don't do FaceTime. And also do the do the family thing um you know while uh while they're getting their makeup done. Sure. Or at right after they get all of their makeup done. Mm-hmm. Do that. Do it then. Yeah. Anything else? Uh yeah, give me five thousand dollars. That's it. Lori Roddenkamp hosts her own podcast, and they're all a part of the Bloody Podcast Network. You can follow Lori Roddenkamp on Instagram at PickleMyth. Joe Batanz is one of the hosts of RuPaul's Drag Race Recap. You can find that show on iTunes, Spotify, and wherever you get your podcasts. You can also follow Joe Batanz on Instagram and Twitter at Joe Batanz. That's J-O-E-B-E-T-A-N-C-E. Hello Uglies is an Afterthought Media podcast. <laughs>